Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Standing on My Soapbox, your Monday through Friday rants, raves, and reviews talk radio show with the top stories in news, politics, and pop culture. Join your host, entrepreneur Scott Fullerton, and co-host, actor and writer Craig Hurley, right here at 3 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time Live, or subscribe and download on your favorite podcast distributors, including Spotify, Stitcher, and Apple and Google Podcasts. You're also invited to call in and share whatever is on your mind at 347-989-0126 during the live shows. So here we go. Stand up on our soapbox and let's start talking. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to Standing on My Soapbox. It is Wednesday, October 30th, 2019. It is All Hallows Eve Eve as we get ready for the trick-or-treaters to come out tomorrow. I'm Scott Fullerton, your host. In just a couple seconds, I'll be joined by my co-host, actor and writer, Mr. Craig Hurley. We invite you guys to call in over the next hour during the live show to let us know what's on your mind in the areas of news, politics, and pop culture. You can give us a call anytime over the next hour at 347-989-0126. Again, that's 347-989-0126. We hope you're having a good hump day. You're halfway through the week, and we're going to finish it out here with the next couple of days of talking. So let's stand up on my soapbox and start talking. Craig Hurley, how the heck are you? Good, sir. How are you? I am good. I got all sorts of fun presents today. I got my brand new glasses today, which I'm very happy with. And I got my computer back and it's been working for two hours without blowing up and turning a blue screen of death. So, so far the day has been beautiful here. How about your day? Excellent. Are are those old people problems that you're, that you're fixing? Is that, is that what's happening? Old people? Well, no, it just, Computer problems are everyone's problems. They so just want to throw the computer out that, there. Glasses, true. yeah, glasses are that's old true. person's problems. But, but I don't. I like no, not necessarily. Glasses. I know. I know a lot of young people that I'm just. I'm just ratting you, dude, because you were talking last week about you know making peanut butter cookies, and exactly. you know, having problems with problems with your air fryer and having problems you know with your eyes. So. Nope. I am getting through. I am feeling younger by the day. <laughs> Excellent. I am good to go here. Excellent. I'm feeling cold is what I'm feeling. Oh my it, gosh. I told been, you the other day when tonight, you told me it was going to be like forties overnight there. Cause my best friends live in Vegas along with you guys uh, right now. And, uh, oh, no. they, Last they night was, was below 50 and they're freezing. She's wearing gloves today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Gloves and has, gloves and scarves. It's, it's a high of 47 right now. Um, currently, it'll probably go up a little bit more. We'll get into the 50s, but then that's the high there right now. Drop. Wow, that is lower. Yeah, I thought yep. you were going to be yep. 60s and then go down to 40s overnight. That's wild. No, no, we're not going to see another day of 60s for at least a week. Wow, that is chilly. Okay, yeah, she told me yeah. about glove yeah. today. I didn't know. I didn't think she was talking overnight. Freeze warning in uh, Las Vegas tonight. Uh, there are some temperatures because of the wind that are going to drop into the 20s. So we're looking at 25 degrees. So you're looking at below freezing. In case anybody doesn't know, freezing temperature is 32. So that's below 32, and uh, everything begins to freeze. We're not even hitting that in Ohio until Friday or Saturday. You guys are beating us to the punch of the cold. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, Where yeah, are all the hot winds uh, coming I, from I that were 80 miles an hour from to California? I thought they all come from your desert. Those aren't oh. – no, those are actually – the the Santa Anas didn't come out of here. Uh, it was really windy uh, yesterday, um, but um, they, I'm not sure. they came, Maybe that's where they just came out of. But most of those winds now are being uh, completely um, caused by the actual fires. The fires are, are, are alive. They're, they're a, a, a literally a living, breathing thing. Um, they're consuming as much, a, a fire will consume as much oxygen as it possibly can, and all of it. And that's, it's, that's how it's surviving. That's how it, it actually comes alive. And it can create thunderstorms. It can create tornadoes. It, a fire can create a whole bunch of different weather events. 
by it. Doesn't yeah, but they like knew this wind was any... coming because they made a, they made yeah. unprecedented red flag warning for the wind coming. Yep. I mean, I think they have a an alert that goes through Thursday because yep. they knew the the winds were coming, which was going to spread the fire. So it wasn't yep. a fire creating the wind. This was wind no, creating I, the fire. I mean, I would say I would say it came out of here. Um, those winds do come from the south, and most of our our cold at this point has come from the north. So it hasn't come out of the south, even though places like Juneau, Alaska, experienced 80 degrees. Like, it's it's hotter there than it is in Las Vegas. It's very strange what's happening Well, not right, right now. now. It was and, earlier in the year, and, but I think Alaska is like 40-something right now itself. So Yeah, but it's hotter. Well, yeah, my, it's hotter in Alaska right now than it is in Las Vegas. Um, there it's, it's a, it, it is a part of climate change. It is a part of what we're going to have to get used to, um, the severity and, and, you know, things like early winter. Um, I'm, you know, I'm, I, I hope we're not living through the beginning of an ice age because that's going to be crazy. So they said it's possible. We might be. I just want to give that accurate information yep. right now in Juneau, Alaska, it's 43 degrees. It's, so it's not it's like 43. it's 83. It's 43 degrees. So right, it's not right. 83. No, it was last. It was, it was 80 last week or a week and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Right. No, it was just it was just a couple of weeks ago, dude. Okay. That it was really hot in Alaska. All right, gotcha. But I just wanted to let everyone know because right now, if you, if they're listening in Alaska right now, yeah, they know no, it's, it's not 43. It's 43 my point is is that it's hotter in Alaska than it is in Las Vegas, um, and there's something wrong with that. So, there, you know, there's, we really need to be paying attention to that. Right. And we're not. Right, right. True, true on that. But there, there says there's this possible ice age coming. There's signs of ice ages happening. I mean, this yep. global warming, even though we're calling it global warming, I think – Climate change is the better word for it. So climate change, um, different parts are warming, but there's also other things that are freezing too. So we could have an ice age, and warming yeah, could well, affect Well, it's got that. to it, before every ice age, we experience a major drought, and that's what has occurred. In dude, it's been occurring in in our lifetimes. So right. um, you know, just in we've watched it happen. And there's really not much that we can do about it, but we can learn to work within it. But if we get hit by an ice age, we're, we're done. We're done. There's going to be a mile of ice over everything. So we're done. And, and I can't imagine right. trying to figure out what, what countries and what territories people are supposed to migrate to. I mean, that's just going to be a nightmare. It already is. And it's not going to happen unless a cataclysmic event happens. It's not like it's going to happen in the next five years or something. It's not going to happen for the next no, we don't, thousand we don't years actually, unless we don't a cataclysmic know. event happens. Well, right. we, we, we know what it takes. We could get hit by Unless there's a cataclysmic thing. Unless there's a cataclysmic right. thing like a meteor hitting, there, it's not going to turn gonna into an ice age right overnight. Now. No, no, it's not. We'll run out of oxygen before that happens. Right, right, right. Very, very interesting stuff weather-wise. Yeah, I mean, I, my brother lives not too far because they have the Simi Valley fire now, too. Before, it was just yeah. the fire by J. Paul Getty in 405. Now, Simi Valley's on fire up by the Reagan Library. Yep. My brother's about 20 minutes from the Reagan Library, so he's kind of on the lookout there. He's a Ventura County Sheriff, so they're all out on alert right now, so... Right. They got fires everywhere there because it's blowing Dude, around. I they heard say some the embers crazy... can blow as much as a mile. Yeah, I heard. Well, yeah, when I was in Woodland Hills and Topanga uh, Canyon went up, uh, I had I was out on my roof for like three days, and I was watering everything down. And then there were embers that were still not on fire, but they were smoldering and still hot. Right. And they were landing all around my property and other people's uh, other properties of my neighbors. And so I was constantly, I was outside for like three days, just going up on the roof, kicking stuff off of it and watering stuff down and then going next door and picking stuff off of my neighbor's yard, making sure people's stuff didn't catch on fire. Because, yeah, those embers right. flow. I mean, they fly really far. Especially yeah, and they with stay, the wind. Like, 
too, with the hot wind, they stay hot. They, like you said, they still yep. smoldering when they're going in there because they they are not cooling down in the wind. If they're big enough, they're gonna no. stay stay warm. So you got to be careful though. So it's it's uh, it's hard season right now in Southern California and Northern California both. So I don't think I mean East Coasters here can't understand that. East Coasters understand the more the hurricanes and the and the severe rains and things like that. They don't understand the fires that California gets. That's a experience in and of itself, just like they have experiences here in this neck of the woods. But it's it's a scary thing. Those fires, I've been through the Santa Barbara fire, been through some Malibu fires, been through quite yeah. a bit of those things, and they just go quickly. You never know what's happening. It seems some place starts on fire every year in California. Uh, during right. this time, because you know we've we've yeah. joked about this before, the four seasons there are uh, flood fires, earthquakes, and right, I can't remember Mudslides. the other one, but it, Mudslides. it's all, mudslides. Yeah, so yeah. you know it's it, you know it, it it's about, but that really is the case. I mean, you know, there's massive drought in southern in all of California, um, and there has been massive drought there for years and years and years and years. And even if they get out of it, and you know, for a short time period, it, it still is a, a drought-ridden area that needs, you know, a, a longer time period of rain or some type of precipitation in order to make sure that it doesn't become drought-ridden again, which right. isn't happening anytime soon. Yeah, no, exactly. It's always right. been dry. That was part of yeah, Ronald I, Williams' problem with his with his winery. Is that it was drought? There was too much drought, and it was costing him too much money to continue to run the winery, to continue to you know feed the the vines, and I mean just water everything. So it was right. just becoming way too expensive to maintain. So he's hemorrhaging money, you know, based on the fact that there's a drought in California. It's you know right now it's not a good place to grow stuff. Right. And like you said, you get all these large um, wildfires, then you can't grow for a while. I mean, you lose a lot of your of your good ground cover for growing, and it takes a while to get that stuff back into a growing thing because things don't grow again once fire has been there. You will see it blank for a long time unless you spend a lot of time well, a lot to revitalize the soil. A lot of, there's a lot of weeds, especially in California. I forgot what they're called. It's like a type of sagebrush that it, it turns into this really dry, brittle seed. And, and it grows really tall. It's like, you know, some of these plants can be six feet tall. Um, and it's, I wish I could remember what, it, what it's called. But um, uh, maybe saparilla, like the root beer stuff? I, I don't know. Um, but uh, they, there's all these plants that grow wild all over Southern California, and they're highly flammable. And every year, even if there is a fire, they seem to reproduce rather quickly and cause that same area that was on fire, you know, well, maybe not annually, but within a couple of years, <clears throat> that same area that was on fire before is now on fire again because of those plants. I think you're right. I think it's a sarsaparilla plant is what you're talking about. Mm. So you're correct. Yeah. It grows. It actually survives like the, the fires when it, when it's in a fire, it'll get burn up. But but the plant itself, it like survives it somehow. And the seeds take advantage of the fire and plant themselves and they they blow up and get cooked because of the fire. So they're warmed up quickly and they start to plant themselves and it actually grows back pretty quick. But it's it, and it grows back dry and it dries up all over again and creates yeah. these <laughs> seeds again. So it's it's kind of uh, yeah that's an evasive species, but it's a natural species as far as I, I understand, and it, right. you know it gives us sometimes lush green hillsides in Southern California, but in other times it's a major fire hazard. Yeah, exactly. So it's a unique bird. Each region has its own unique. Mother Nature worries, and fire is definitely one of California's that happens every year. So mm -hmm. just hope that it gets yep. through okay, and we'll see what happens. Right now, I'll find out from my brother tonight how close it's getting to his house and get a little more. I almost had him call in. He's uh, Unfortunately, he's a uh, 
bailiff in the Ventura County courts right now is what he's doing as a sheriff job. And so it's only three o'clock out there. So he's still in court right now. Can't call. Anyway, all right, let's move on to some news here. Um, Getting ready for this impeachment inquiry resolution being introduced to the house of representatives tomorrow. Um, they've been doing these impeachment hearings now for the past four to five weeks. They're getting ready to take these public. So tomorrow they're introducing a resolution for impeachment. Um, and something the Republicans would have said they should have done all along, which they didn't have to do. But they are doing it now because it's actually going to introduce the rules of the impeachment um, hearings. It brings it's an eight-page, they call it to the public hearing, so things will start going public now. It'll stay the same as it was now. There'll be 45 minutes for each side to, to question witnesses, both Democrats and Republicans, what they've been able to do in this committee hearings they've been doing for four weeks, but now it'll be public. But it also gives a lot of uh, leeway to the president, too, and it gives the president a chance to actually defend himself. Um, they can... Call. Uh, they can question the witnesses. They can submit written requests for additional testimony, and they can present their case in the House as well before it actually goes to trial in the Senate if impeachment is voted on. So it's going to be an interesting vote tomorrow. Um, the Republicans are still saying it's too late to have one now. First, they said they're mad that it was that it wasn't happening. Now it's happening. Well, it's too late now. You're already doing the, the hearings. It's like, well, yeah, we didn't need that vote. We're doing it now to give you the rules of the hearing. So it's going to be very interesting to see what happens while the kiddies are trick-or-treating. We'll be arguing about um, the new rules to impeach the president and things like that. So it's starting to go full speed. Yesterday, they had Lieutenant Colonel Alexander Vindman come on who's probably one of the most damning testimonies since Ambassador Taylor last week. This guy was on the call. He's part of the National Security Council as a active service member. He came in his dress blues yesterday, and he said, because everyone's been talking about the transcript, the transcript, read the transcript. Well, as everyone said in the beginning, and everyone kind of forgot about, the transcript wasn't the exact wording of the call. The transcript was the auto kind of di- di- um, dictated stuff that it picked up. So this guy's in charge of going over the transcript and adding stuff to it. And there were things not in the transcript that the White House would not let him add in. And that's what he testified to yesterday. So it was a pretty big day yesterday for it. Things are going full speed ahead. What are your thoughts? Um. I, I I don't really have any, I, I, you know, I just, he's, he's, he does disgraceful things every single day. So he is not presidential and never really was. So, you know, I, I, they should have, you know, impeached him a while ago. Agreed. Agreed. And I'm looking forward to this happening and being played out. I mean, it just, it's so, embarrassing the Republican Party that was originally had the high ground on all things when it comes to military and sense of country and sense of duty. This guy that that's Vidmar guy that testified yesterday is in dress blues, has a purple heart, has served the country admirably and these guys were ripping him apart saying, Oh, he's a traitor because he was born in Ukraine and was relocated here when he was three years old. His parents relocated because of communist Ukraine back at the time. And they're mm-hmm. questioning his patriotism. <laughs> he served like it's in not wars. Now. Like it's not yeah. run by Russia now. Come on. Right. Anyway, go ahead. Well, it's being invaded by Russia now. It's not being run by Russia now, but it's being invaded by Russia. <laughs> well, it's going to be. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, I mean, just, just the questioning of the patriotism of these witnesses is just truly abhorrent by these Republican lawmakers. And in fact, yesterday, Liz Cheney, of all people, uh, Dick Cheney's daughter, who is a senator, came out and defended uh, these guys and finally said, we can't be attacking people. So good for her for actually being the first person to say that. Because they really have, for for the party of supposedly being there for the military, they have just been disgraceful for all these people that are applying that are lifelong 
public servants and uh, give them themselves to this country and to disparage them like they have been has been really embarrassing. So congratulations to Liz Cheney, a Republican yesterday, um, Senator, for speaking out for him. So time for round two. Ding, ding. We'll see what happens after the vote tomorrow. <laughs> cool. I, I, I love uh, that it's on Halloween. I know. It's fitting, isn't it? Isn't that a fitting time? <laughs> so fitting. Is it a trick or is it a treat? You decide. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what's happening. Trick or treat in Congress. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> going to be very, very interesting. And it, it, it came out today, too, that I think is very interesting that Twitter has decided to block all political ads in the, in the upcoming season, which I think is oh, amazing. Cool. Yeah, the CEO, That's Jack great. Dorsey, uh, came out today and said they are no longer going to take any political ads. They're the first tech company to do it. They're ahead of Facebook. And I say good for them because uh, – we don't need this. all this propaganda. If they wouldn't, wait, run. Zuckerberg. Wait, no, Zuckerberg, the Facebook. Zuckerberg Twitter said that Facebook. they're not. Right. This is yeah, Twitter. Zuckerberg is Facebook, Dorsey. and he no, no, he's like he lets everything fly, and he's already admitted right. that. He they no, try he to you know he 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 tries to uh, vet uh, uh, the majority of it. He has his computers going through, and anything that is blatantly racist, and anything that's you know blatantly um, sexist, uh, you know, they, he tries, or the computers try to block and he does have it set up so that it tries to go through and, and vet, um, you know, different things. But, uh, overall he lets everything fly. That's everything. Well, as fly. you said, he's vetting for racism. He's, he's vetting for hate speech. He's not vetting right. for truth or veracity. So people can say whatever they want in a political ad. They are not going to fact check it. So they're going to let all no. these lies keep Facebook going plot. on there, but they are Where too Twitter's much going of a money to. grab. They want to take the money. They won't deny it. I'm, I'm, it's going to cost Twitter a lot of money to not allow right. political ads. And I say congratulations to them. Zuckerberg, who is one of the richest guys in our country, is still after the money and will not do the same thing. And hopefully right. he'll be shamed by Twitter and we'll see what happens in the coming weeks. But I am I am happy for Jack Dorsey. Congratulations to him and Twitter for ba- banning political ads. It's not going to start till November, so we got a couple days. <laughs> so if you see one right. next day or so, don't yell at me. It's not happening till November, <laughs> um, but it is going to happen here. And I, for one, am very happy about that. Cool. No, no, that's good. I'm I'm glad that that Twitter's doing that as well. Um, That's all my big political stuff for standing on my soapbox. Do you have any political things to stand on the soapbox over? Um, no. More more pop culturey than political. Um, however, you know, I mean, we did talk about uh, something we didn't talk about on uh, yesterday that, that's political about Dancing with the Stars. At this point, I you know, there's uh, shoot, Katie would. We- much better at this. I don't know. I don't know the people's names, so I can't actually argue the point. Um, but uh, uh, we, you know, there, there's a there's a whole bunch of reasons for the for it to be political and it's stuff that I can't. I don't even know why I started to mention this. Maybe because of my <laughs> my hatred, my hatred for Spicer and for him being on Dancing with the pseudo celebrities. Maybe right. Right, it, was, right. um, it was something about that. There's other people like Kim Fields, you know, that are actually stars and and that have been on there and they can dance and and stuff like that. And and, and I don't know what what it referred to, um, uh, because, you know, the majority of the people on there can't or shouldn't be able to. And it's about learning. But the next time if Katie calls in then the next time, then she can talk about this. So um, I think we I, might I just, have her on here. So, Let me see if I can bring her on. Katie Barbera, is this you? Did I talk her into freaking calling? You you did talk me into calling. <laughs> I here sent I out am. a bat signal. I'm like, you I'm did. Desperate. And it was I'm desperate fast, to talk dude. to you. <laughs> 
<laughs> that, it was fast. That, that tendency, it shown right through my room. I'm like, what is going on? There's a stroke. I read it into my room. Oh, okay. Bad signal. And then I got, a, I got a smoke signal, and it said, call, standing on my soapbox. Now, I've been listening to the show. Be um, more so, apropos yeah. coming from me to for it to be a smoke signal. You are correct, as opposed <laughs> to a bad signal. Yes, yeah, this is absolutely I'm glad true you on so many levels. <laughs> translate for him. Um, What's he trying to say, Katie? And, oh, no, no, no. No translations. No, I only do Espanol to English. I do not do scrap translations unless previously uh, consulted with my lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So um, I wanted to uh, talk about that because I was left. Do you know that I said I was getting off the line? And then I think you guys kept talking and I thought, Wow, they're being they're being awful because I kept trying to interject, and it took me like three minutes to realize that I was no longer on the show yesterday. And there was a point <laughs> that I wanted to make, and I thought that it was important. I, but I, I'd like to, and, and no one was no one was stopping talking until I realized, oh, they can't even hear me. Anyway, um, it's it's something that I wanted to say that went a little bit touched on something that you were saying, Scott. Um, and it was with regard to, you said, I like, uh, so you think you can dance. It is, so you think you can dance. Or will dance. Which one are you to? So you think you can dance. Yeah, that's the one. Uh-huh. So you think the professional dancers and how you were saying that the artists that are on Dancing with the Stars are not dancers, and so that is irking. But I wanted to point something out, my dear, and I think it's, it's important to have a little quick conversation about this before you guys go on with your topics. Um. You know, actors, when they're in this business for many, many years, you have to shift and 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 then shift again, but within your business. This is a business that unfortunately or fortunately or however you want to look at it is built to a certain extent on image and on, well, to a great extent on image, but to a, to a, to a lesser extent or a less Um, justifiable extent it's built on an illusion and that illusion is that what we do as actors or artists but in this case I'm speaking of actors um, is so special that we should that that others should just want to watch us do what we do which is not the normal thing that happens in this life in the workplace now I mean you know if you're an accountant the only people that want to watch you do your job are the people that are working with you your clients and that goes for a doctor a lawyer people that make millions of dollars a year they are only special to the people that are actually working with them where actors need to be that's part of our job we need to be special to a whole bunch of people and if we're seen doing a job that is decidedly unspecial if we are, you know, famous on some level, on any level, on any uh, real level, if we are well-known, if we're recognized when we go out, if we have a certain, wherever it is that we go, if we have a certain following on social media, what have you, and we're then seen, because many of us are not college graduates, we're actors, and when you look at something like uh, 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 the, the Hollywood uh, Reporter Roundtable, and most of the time, you know, the actors who are now just deified and A-list actors say, I don't know how to do anything else. I couldn't do anything else. You know, Justin Hoffman right. said, if I couldn't do this, I'd be in a mental institution. It just is an outlet for our expression and something that we're in tune with that we learn how to make money with early on in our lives. But many of us, for the same reason, are not college graduates. So if we're going to go into another job because we can't, what we're buying is, is well, I'm sorry, what we're selling is not being bought which is a cyclical thing, then we might have to go into some profession or some job that requires us to be seen by other people doing something that is decidedly unspecial, just in the service industry behind a, you know, a cash register somewhere. And you get to a point in this business that you have a level of, it's fine when no one knows who you are. Then you're just studying, you're going to acting class, you're you know, you're, you're moving up the ladder, you're auditioning, you haven't hit yet. But there are times when an actor hits, makes a certain amount of money, achieves a certain level of fame, is well-known by many, many people, like a Kim Fields, but doesn't, is, is not being hired 
to do what she does. Ideally, what would Kim be doing? She'd be a series regular. That's what she does. But Kim has right. had to do many things. I saw her. I saw it. Well, theater is, is totally fine. It's, it's, it's a completely acceptable facet of what we do. But I saw her um, on the road. I actually went to see her in the Vagina Monologues in, in Fort Lauderdale, and she was in the road show. And she did the, uh, the new version, which I, I think did not work the, the way the original one did, but we can talk about that on another occasion, which was Battle of the Network Stars. They tried to redo that, and I think it just didn't work the way that – it originally had, and I think more than anything, it's because at the time they used to do those specials, there were only three networks. So these were superstars, right. and now there are exactly so right. many different. It, that's exactly what it is. Is that it was? Right. It, it was un, I agree 100 you know, percent with so, that. I think that's why it failed. I think you're right. Exactly. So Kim's got to do many, many things to make money, but continue being Kim Fields. The minute Kim Fields gives, she can even open a restaurant. She can open a, you know, she can open a little store, but it all has to be under the guise that she is still Kim Fields. The minute Kim Fields is seen with a name tag, you know, waiting tables, something horrible ha- must have happened in her life or in her career. And there's this thing which is very real, which is actor uh, Jeffrey something went through when he was on, uh, he had been on, um, sorry, he had been on the Cosby Show. And then he was found, he, he was seen bagging groceries, I think, somewhere in New Jersey or right, something right. like that. I thought, he was, I thought he was bagging jo- groceries at a Trader Joe's. At a, and at people Joe's, were I flipping I out. Think it was in, I think it was, yeah, they were flipping It made the news. And it's, a, it's yeah. a real thing. It's called job shaming. And in some cases, there's a happy ending. And um, what's his name? Like in uh, that what's case, because name? he got hired. Because he got, he hired, got hired by, by Harry. He got yep. hired by Tyler Perry, who said, you don't belong bagging groceries. Let's give you your job back doing what you do, and gave him a, a, a recurring role on one of his series and then a series regular. But it doesn't always work out that way. What you are definitely going to experience as an artist is job shaming. If you are seen doing anything other than any facet within the entertainment industry, that can be any number of things. You can direct. You can write. You can you can do whatever, but it's got to be within this industry, and that that really, you know, uh, shortens your pool of opportunities as someone who's just trying to pay their rent or their credit cards or whatever it is that they're doing that they need to do, right. even after this job that has gone by is has been over for many years and for some reason, and there are so many reasons why this happens, but they're not getting hired. So that's why someone like Kim did Dancing with the Stars, is because right. she needs to stay within this facet. So as artists, as performers, and as producers, I think we should be supportive because many of the people that are on these shows, uh, that are on Dancing with the Stars or are now on The Mask Singer, have to continue working. We have got right. to continue working in our field, and we are not necessarily – what we sell is not being purchased in that moment for whatever reason. So that's why the reality TV with the pseudo celebrities happens. And it does get ridiculed. And they say, oh, well, you have to be washed up or you wouldn't be having to do that. Well, that's true. Because ideally, what would James Vanderbeek be doing? He'd have to be, he's not washed up. He's just in a transition. He'd have to be doing a series to be in his lane. Kim would have to be doing a series to be in her lane, but there isn't always the opportunity available. And it doesn't speak negatively of the artist. The only thing that's going to hurt an artist is if they have to take a job outside of their industry. So that's why okay, Dancing so, with the Stars provides work for you know artists who are not getting hired in an ideal situation, but who need to continue to be who they are and make money at it. That was well. That's my problem. That's my problem with Sean Spicer being on there. He's not even a pseudo celebrity. No, Sean Spicer. Not a star. Not a person that he's a person that paid a PR firm. Absolutely. And he he said, "Make me look good and and make sure that yeah, fix my image because my image is crap." Well, because so and then he's on the show. Yeah. He's on he's on Dancing with the Stars and he was on I think he was on was it on SNL they had him on uh, and then they had him on late night talk shows so this is a guy who who probably paid PMK ten thousand dollars you know for for a blast for a year or whatever just fix my image just just hashtag fix my image that's a different situation but in shows like The Masked Singer Dancing with the Stars these these actors these artists these singers are doing this because they are not getting hired. 
for whatever reason, and it doesn't speak negatively of them. It's cyclical in this industry. For their ideal situation, they're not getting hired for their ideal job, and they have to continue to make money. They can't get into another line of business because it destroys decades of work that they've done right. to create this image, which has cost them blood, sweat, and tears. So that was. My yeah, I don't think we've ever. That. I don't think we've ever argued that, though. I don't think we've ever argued that they're that they shouldn't be doing it. I think we, we what we've argued really is that it's uh, kind of been a personality contest of what's happening for it. No, I think, that they I think shouldn't we're in agreement on that. I think we're in agreement right. on that. The thing is, Scott, because it's being supportive of fellow artists who can't get a job doing what they'd love to be doing at this moment, I think you should be watching every week. <laughs> well, I okay. want to have a boycott because I'm tired of seeing Sean Spicer mess up every single dance step that he does on that stage. I know, I know. No, Sean Spicer is not an artist who's having to take a job, maybe in not his ideal situation. Sean Spicer is a public personality or has a public persona that he wants to clean up. That's what it is. Right. And if they... And I understood understood them wanting him on there. I mean, I think it was probably a good hire to have him on there. But it is, it just does show the point either. that it's a personality. I mean, they, right. Yeah, exactly. And they had on, well, what's her name's uh, 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 daughter? Oh, God, nobody, everybody hates her. Governor of Alaska, um, Randy McCain. Oh, yeah, McCain. Sarah Palin. Sarah Palin. Sarah Palin. They had her kid. daughter, and yeah. they try to do that every year. They didn't really right. attack Sarah Palin's daughter because she's somebody's daughter, you know, and so they left her alone. But, you know, they do that every year. They have to have the controversial right-wing uh, political figure on. And they're, they're not a charity service either. They're making money, and they're creating controversy and all of those things. But most of the people that are on there are trying to stay in their industry. And hey, I understand that. So that's the only point that that. I wanted to make. Yeah, Yeah, I don't think we've ever argued against that because I think you're 100% right. I think there's no, I have no problem with anybody that goes on. It's just not one of my favorite shows to watch because, like I said, I I look for, if it's going to be a popularity contest, I want it to be in your field. So I enjoy it more something like so you think you can dance because i see professionals doing it and for the thing i mean it's it but if you enjoy just this it, it definitely has its own value for what it is you just got to right. enjoy it for what it is i agree 100 percent. right right exactly okay my dear well you guys have a great rest of your show i made i made my super point and uh i appreciate so- it it was a great point thanks for calling in we always appreciate you calling in you All can right. see why Let i wasn't able to do it you can see <laughs> how you know it's Okay, yeah. Yeah. It's Katie. All right. Bye bye. See ya. All right. That was good. No, that was good. I think it was a good point cool. to be made. I don't think it's anything we've argued against, but I think it's a good point to make because these things, everyone's there for a reason, obviously. And like you said, right. there could, the reason could be PR um, cleanup, it could be money, it could be just to stay in your chosen profession. I'm sure there's lots right. of reasons people do it. I'm sure Tanya Harding was. PR, um, what she came on originally, because she needed some PR cleanup. But they were also doing the Tanya Harding movies at that time. So right. it was a combination of things right then. And she right. always needs her, she needed, she needs that image cleaned up all the time because that's right. all we remember about her. So, right. And, you know, I, she's, I think it worked. I think both that movie and, and her thing helped her, she got she got some good publicity out of it, so good for her. Right. All right. Well, let's jump on uh, pop culture. What else do you have? What else do you have? Anything you want to talk about in particular? Um, Lori Laughlin's in more trouble than than she was before. They've added a third charge. I don't know what it is, but they've added a third charge. And when did that? Uh, and I didn't even see that. It happened over yeah, just over the past day. Um, and they uh, also, if because of they're not pleading guilty, um, Olivia and the other daughter, I can't remember her name right this second, um, might be, they're definitely going to be um, deposed. They're definitely going to be on the witness stand, uh, but they may be looking at jail time as well for their involvement. So it's really messed up. That family is just in complete disarray right now they are not happy 
with Lori and, and their dad's behavior. That, that family is just messed up. Yeah, that that's not good. Uh, all right, well, it looks like, all right, I just pulled it up here real quick. So they haven't got a new charge mm-hmm. since that one about the bribery. That was done a week ago. So that's the chance that, 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 that was the third charge a week ago. That that was the third charge, one that happened a week ago. Oh, okay. But, uh, but right. you are right. It looks like her daughters could be in trouble here um, because they took part in the scheme. They knew they weren't rowers or whatever that was, crewers. Right. So no part of like crew. Yeah. they could be charged as uh, accessories on this. So, yeah, you're right. That's That's a new thing. It looks like they can yeah. be charged for that. So that'll be interesting to see if, uh, if it'll change their plea, if it'll keep their kids out of jail. I don't know what's going to happen with that. Um, Bob Saget actually came out today to defend her as a person, not what right. she did, but he came out and said, I'm getting a lot of hate hate mail or hate looks from people for me still being friends with her. It's like, look, I've been friends with her for 35 years. What she did was stupid right. and wrong. But I'm not going to stop being friends. With her. <laughs> but I'm not going to stop so, being friends so, with her because right. she's so good being for him an idiot. For keeping on her, but yeah, but, uh, I, and I understand that. So that that makes sense. That's, that's <laughs> actually very nice. That's actually very nice yeah. of Bob Saget. Exactly. I, from what I understand, Bob's like like he's he's like a really raw comedian. Um, and he's a dirty bird. Time. I've heard some lots he's of people. He's really. He's a dirty bird. <laughs> yeah, like all the time and, and, you know, constantly just cracking jokes and just really dirty jokes. And um, but he's supposedly just a really nice guy. Like he'll help you out on whatever you need. So, no, he is. That's he's, what I, he's a sweetheart. That's what I've heard. A good friend of mine was on Full House and right. um, he said he's the sweetest guy you ever want to meet. And he has this wholesome image for being Dan Tanner, the father but he lets it go blue every chance he has a chance, whether offset or in his comedy act or whatever. So he is like a yeah. dirty bird for for comedy purposes. Not that he's a but right. he's a great guy, but for comedy purposes, he just goes really blue. And uh, you know, my buddy was on that set and said he's like the nicest guy you want to meet, but he is not Dan Tanner, that's for sure. When the camera right. stopped rolling, so yeah, that's very true. Very, nice. very true. <laughs> yeah, like Speaking his, comedians, character, we on, lost another his one. character on Entourage. His character on Entourage was, from what I understand, very much like him. Like, yeah, I think he played himself. Kind of, did he did. play himself on there? Yeah, yeah, he did. He himself, but yeah, you know, yeah. he could still play. You know, just like the now two one zero cast is currently playing themselves. It could still be a heightened right. version. And this version right. of him is seemed closer to him than anything else. So, oh yeah. No, definitely. I wanted to bring up that we we're talking about comedians and we did lose another comedian this week. Um, actor comedian, John Witherspoon. He was in the yeah. Friday movie franchise. Um, uh, Mark and Mindy, right? An actor, the boondocks, jazz singer, Wayne brothers TV. I uh, worked with uh, Eddie Murphy a lot on boomerang and vampire in Brooklyn, Tracy Morgan show. So they didn't say what he died. Do I have the wrong person? So he had a good life. I don't know. John Witherspoon had the round face comedian. I'm not paying attention. What did you yeah, think? Yeah, dude, I'm, I'm just not paying attention. I, I don't know. <laughs> no, this is a this is a black actor comedian, 77 years old. So he had a good life, uh, which is right. nice. But um, uh, passed away. They didn't say what from, but we lost him the other day. So that uh, we're all, we're losing someone every day in the entertainment industry it seems so as long as it's not us i guess we should be happy <laughs> nice uh it, it's, it's happening yeah a but lot. it's all the people around me <laughs> i know it's <laughs> not good <laughs> well it means that i am next I, I hey am we got to revisit our game of thrones talk yesterday mister uh, there's been okay. an update since yesterday okay i don't know if you right. saw the news today but we were talking yesterday on air about them canceling um, the Game of Thrones prequel. Starring, yeah, the, the Naomi um, the Naomi Watts one that I said was Naomi, Naomi Campbell. <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. Which Naomi Campbell supermodel is going to be on the new Game of Thrones. Interesting. No. <laughs> <laughs> Very interesting casting. 
Um, but yeah, no, right. the, the one with Naomi Watts was the one that is that that takes place. I don't know a thousand years before or something stupid. Um, like they're going to be cavemen. I don't even I don't even know what it was. But that was the prequel that they shelved. Um, the one with the Targaryens, because there's a couple of prequels. Uh, there's a couple of different series that they're working on. And the right. one with the Targaryens is still going, from what I understand. I think that's what this you were going to. This is the first one that got a green light from HBO. Officially green lighted it today, um, and nice. it's going to be um, going to be titled "The House of Dragons." It's set 300 Excellent. years before the events of Game of Thrones, and the series tells the story of the House of Targaryen. However, you pronounce her last name. Targaryen. Um, so it's going to be her watch the show, her predecessor 300 years before her um, it's brought on George R. Martin's going to be part of it Ryan Condal's going to be part Sweet. of it and um, Miguel Sap- Sapochnik I don't know how to pronounce his name either Sapochnik S-A-P-O-C-H-N-I-K um, he's going to the Condal and Sapochnik are going to share showrunner duties on the new series it's been greenlit by hbo um so yeah uh condal's been the showrunner recently of the usa network show colony which has been really popular i haven't seen that one but it's supposed to be pretty good um so yeah it is it is a go they they officially hbo passed on the naomi watts one but they are they greenlit today so i didn't say when it's going to happen but these guys are all involved in it, and it's going to happen based on the house of – how do you pronounce that name you said? Targaryen. 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 The house of Targaryen. Targaryen. All right. Yeah, no, very important. Very, very important house. I'm glad they're doing that. So yeah, yeah, it'll be interesting. It'll be kind of fun for the people who are fans of the show. Dude, it is already – you need to become a fan of the show. Binge watch it. Seriously. Um, but uh, it's already 347. Is that what I'm reading? I can't believe yep. we have flown through that. I was like, wow, are we at the half hour mark yet? I, I kind of need to like, step outside. <laughs> no, I, I didn't need to do a commercial break because we, kept, like, we were going Dude, so far. We are going so fast. Yeah. yeah. We didn't take wow. a regular phone break because we've been flying. These shows have just been flying by, by 347-989-0126. Uh, that would be uh, any, talk in, about boys, whatever you want to. Exactly. Come and stand on my soapbox. Uh, fun, another fun story in pop culture today that I read that I thought was fun. Bill Murray, who I absolutely love. You're saying, you're saying a lot of fun. And I am currently I holding a Milky Way fun size because there is nice. a ton of candy in front of me. There's 135 pieces in this bag, and I'm probably going to go through at least 15 of them. So it's going to be only 120 kids that get a fun size. Sorry. Um, I told you yeah. yesterday I bought so, a 365 and 165 bag. It's nice. supposed to rain here. We'll probably get five trick-or-treaters. And I'll have to find a way to get through that without gaining all my weight back. So we'll see what happens. Was it raining I got on the good Saturday? Stuff. I got the good um, – is it raining this Saturday? Was know. it raining on last Saturday? I think it was. No. So you guys would have been remember. screwed had you decided it, it wasn't raining on last Saturday? Um, no, I don't but, think so. Yeah, well, then – then maybe this changing of the trick-or-treating thing the weekend before, like the Saturday before, you know, might be a good idea if it falls in the middle of the week, especially for, you know, places that are going to get rained out because that's no fun. All I know is I'm going to be eating trick-or-treat candy for the next three months here. <laughs> I hope it's over three months. I hope it's not over three days. One so every... I'm going to be very green and very sick. No, so just have a... one, one fun size at every meal. You know, that's all you have to do. And they're all the good ones, too. I got the Baby Roos and the Twix and the Butterfingers and the um, Snickers. I got all the good stuff. I wish I would. I should have got stuff I don't like. That would have been easier. I can't eat Snickers, and I can't eat Baby Roos, and I love Baby Roos. You were just going to talk about Bill Murray. I feel bad for your nuts. Was it Bill Murray or Dan Aykroyd that you were going to talk about? Bill Murray. Yeah. No, it's thing in Caddyshack with uh, Baby Roos. 
That just reminded me. Anyway, oh, go back to right. Bill Murray. Yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> that's one of, the funniest, that. one of the funniest <laughs> moments ever in film <laughs> when he takes a bite out of it. If you haven't seen Caddyshack, you have to see what oh, the baby on. roof that's represents spoil- in the pool. Yeah, here's a spoiler and from 1976. <laughs> exactly. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it is absolutely one. Just look at on YouTube. I'm sure the scene is there. The scene where he's cleaning the pool in Caddyshack. And just look up Bill Murray and Baby Ruth. It is fun. You will not regret it. Take our word for it. <laughs> anyway, he is back in the news. Um, I love Bill Murray. I think he is tremendous. I loved him in Stripes. I loved him so funny. on SNL. I've loved him in all his serious yep. movies. Um, but anyway, he was on... Amy Schumer's podcast, which I didn't even know she had a podcast, and now I have to look that up and start subscribing to that because I love Amy Schumer as well. But um, I guess she has a podcast called Three Girls and One Keith, which just sounds like a lot right. of fun already. So she was – Bill Murray was on her podcast last week and talked about the things he loves. And the things he loves are Family Feud, The Roosevelt. The time he spent with Wu-Tang Clan and wanting to work at P.F. Chang's being the happiest restaurant on earth. He wants to be a P.F. Really? Chang's. <laughs> he said he went to a P.F. Chang's restaurant at the Atlanta airport once and thought it was one right. of the greatest places in the world. And so he actually put an application in <laughs> at the Atlantic, <laughs> Atlanta airport P.F. Chang's. And it went viral right. the other day since him being on the show. And P.F. Chang's has officially offered him a job on Twitter as of yesterday. No, so look forward really? to, uh, to Bill Murray Dude. serving you at P.F. Chang's at the Atlanta airport in the upcoming uh, Can they? Can they actually – no. They, can they afford him? I don't know if they, <laughs> they can afford Bill Murray to be working oh, at their It's going to be the best piece of PR they've ever had. He probably won't ask for any money. <laughs> And they are going to oh. have him, I'm sure, work for a day and be the biggest PR stunt they've ever done. They're gonna. They're gonna oh man, that's it's gonna be. That'd be. Dude, that place is gonna be you, packed. Oh my God! Can you imagine having Bill Murray this, this working be in your PF Changs for the day? Oh, <laughs> I would love that. I wish I lived closer to Atlanta. Experience. I may have to fly into Atlanta just for that day. I don't know. It sounds it's like definitely so going to be a fun experience, yeah, dude. Because you know he's he's goofing off the entire time. He's cracking jokes, you know. Oh my gosh, stuff is happening. I, I'm just wondering if he, amazing. you know, because he's he's he does a lot of physical comedy. So you know, I would I would imagine there's going to be a lot of spills that day as well, <laughs> on purpose, right? And planned, exactly. but you know, and, and wine glasses, all sorts of stuffs going all over the place. So if his, you know, if his physical comedy is is anything from like his SNL days, so if he still pulls off any of that stuff, you know, it, it's it, gonna be a funny day regardless. It's gonna be a funny day. So look for that. Um, yep. Like I said, they just offered it to him on Twitter. I'm sure he's gonna take him up on it, and it's gonna be a fun <laughs> thing to witness. So I'm looking forward to that. Wow. And I can't believe I'm saying this, but the last thing we have to talk about today, because it's seven minutes left and we have a little three-minute song at the end. But um, oh. I saw this yeah, video the other day, and I, I didn't say anything about it on air just because I didn't know why. I don't know why I didn't say it. But I saw the video the other day, um, and it's an amazing piece of video. You can look it up online, but this couple – was with their little baby in a stroller. Oh, yeah, dude. I didn't talk about that. That, that happened last week. They're, they're pushing their stroller through. Right. Um, I should have told you about that. And I'm surprised I didn't. Or talk about it. They're pushing their yeah, stroller. Yeah, I they're, don't know why I didn't the, talk about it either. Well, I read the same thing, and I didn't even think about yeah. it. Yeah. But really anyway, cool. for my good, um, my good news go of the day, that it has to do with this. Um, you can tell the story, then I'll tell about my good news on it. But tell, tell everyone the story real quick. Uh, there, you can see it on YouTube. Um, just look up, uh, like baby stroller and red light. Um, and they are pushing their baby through the crosswalk legally. It, you know, that's what you do. And then when the light goes green so that you can, and it tells you it can, that you can walk, they were walking legally 
and there were two cars that passed in front of them on the crosswalk. They were making left turns from oncoming lanes, and then a truck or a car blows through the red light, and the dude was doing about 60 miles an hour when he's going through this red light, and he is going straight for the stroller, straight for the, the people that were there is no way he's stopping, even though he did have his brakes on. No way that he's going to stop blowing through this red light. And a woman was just driving through her green light and got punched by this guy. And then their cars spin out in the direction not of the stroller. Like they spin out in the other direction. Right. And they could have easily spun out just right into the crosswalk. And and they they spun out in the other direction, and then that guy I'm I, I don't have his name, um, but he was arrested shortly after that, and he's found on there's all sorts of charges because this was this was like his three strikes and you're out, and uh, right. and he, he's he, he's done that that guy's in jail right now, um, but uh, because he had priors, and that's why he was running in the first place. Um, uh, they they're completely saved, and then I know you're going to tell the, the the woman that got center punch because she was just injured in the um, in the uh, in the accident, but it wasn't life right. threatening. Her injuries right. were not threatening. Right. So recap, and to give it my good news of the day. So yeah, this it was a 23 year old driver named Ernesto Ovesa. He's um, they they think he's a suspected drunk driver was speeding and ran this red light heading right to the strollers. You were saying this lady with her mom and her kid in the car ends up T-boning him, pushing them both out of the way. Cause she's on the green light. They T-bone and spin out of the way of there and save this couple. And like I said, she is not hurt. Thank goodness. And he tried to get away and tried to do a hit and run, but he was eventually caught. Uh, he had a girl in the car with him that got away. But the good news is to to wrap it all up. And her name is uh, what's? Uh, let me see if I can find her name. Vivar. Her last name is Vivar. That, that, that right. Her last name is Vivar. Anyway, the thing yeah, that made me happy made him, good but, news but of he was the definitely day. hitting her. It was, it was a, a red light. So I'm sorry. Go ahead. That's okay. But what made it my feel-good news story to end on today was obviously it totaled her car this happening, and the yeah. car selling service Carvana today presented her with a brand-new 2018 Chevy Cruze to replace uh, her car that was damaged for being wow. a hero and saving the baby. What so, was, yeah, so congratulations to Carv Carvana. Yeah, no, that's awesome. That's really cool. Yeah, because yeah, she's because they they were saying that she's a hero the whole time, and she's like, right. I was just driving and I got hit by a dude that came through the red light. So you know, she didn't see herself as, right. as a hero. She hasn't, but absolutely is. You know, I mean, she didn't do it on purpose. It's not like she was stupidly right. a hero. She just is right. heroic in being right there, right then. Because otherwise, exactly. there would have been a stroller and a couple run over by a you know sixty mile an hour driver. So right. So that's yeah, my feel good story to end on here. We had another caller call in. Story. Sorry, I didn't get to you, caller. Susie Q. Sorry, we didn't get to you today. Uh, caller in the six one two area code. Sorry, Not I didn't get to you today. Callers. But we are out of town. We are out of time <laughs> today. But, call back uh, tomorrow. That was a a good story. Give us a call back tomorrow, 3 o'clock Pacific, 6 o'clock Eastern. We have two more days to go through. Tomorrow is trick-or-treat day. We're going to play out today with a little mm -hmm. bit of uh, Jay Knight, Hotter Than the Sun. Try For all those cold people out there, we'll try to get you warmed <laughs> up with Hotter Than the Sun. Thanks for listening, That's guys. Bye-bye. So Smoking.